NFL star Drew Brees bows down to the LGBTQ community, and Benjamin Watson somewhat comes to his defense. And ask yourself this question, who is raising your children, celebrities or Jesus? Stay with us as we look at these and other stories on the 511 News. Now there are two kinds of people in the world, only two kinds, not black and white, not rich and poor. There are those who are dead in sin and there are those who are dead to sin. After three nights of unbridled lawlessness across London, the contagion is spreading. The problem is that God has already judged this. He has judged murder already. I don't need to question it. I don't need to ask and wonder what his plan is. We're commanded as Christians not to participate in the works of darkness, but expose them. Welcome back to the 511 News. I am your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And today we have a number of stories I want to talk about. But before I do, I want to remind you that this coming Wednesday, by the time this is played, only be a few days before leaving, this coming Wednesday, me, my wife, a couple of wrestling buddies are going to be driving out to Texas, Belverde, Texas, to speak. Well, I'll be speaking and they'll be helping me out, I guess, uh, speak in Belverde, Texas at the speakers conference there with our home church, one of our home churches, a, a church plant that we've been doing in Texas, in Belverde, Texas. And there, you can find more information about this at blessedhopetexas.org. And uh, yeah, I will be the speaker there. I'll be talking about doctrine. I'll be excited. If anybody's in Texas and would love to check that out, please, please come on out. We'd love to hear from you. I'd love to meet you, talk doctrine if you wanted to, or you know, you can come tell me why you disagree with us about anything. <laughs> but uh, we would love to meet you and, and get to know you in that way and uh, be excited to be out there and be with our brethren out there in Belverde, Texas. We are really, really excited. We love what's going on there. I know that we're actually not only have the church there that we're planning in, Belverde, but also another home group that's going to be meeting in, I believe, Austin. Um, so we're really excited about what's going on in Texas. We want to get the word of truth out there when there's always those wonderful churches like Joel Osteen's church and Andy Stanley and whatnot. But uh, no, we, we want to get out there and get the truth and, and show you guys what the gospel is as much and as best as we can. I'm sure there's some also wonderful teachers out there, just uh, the big ones typically <laughs> aren't teaching much truth. And speaking about not much truth, one thing that happened this week, which is sad because we should be excited about different things, okay? I have been involved in the secular school system as a coach for 12 years, uh, around 12 years, I believe. Uh, This last year, uh, I stepped down, but For a number of years, I was right there. And um, for 10 of those years, I got to be a believer as a coach. And a cool thing that would happen and is happening is on October 3rd, they're having the Bring Your Bible to School Day. And I think that's awesome to bring your Bible to school and to tell people, hey, go take your Bible to school. And this would be a great opportunity if you have some kids, maybe in the secular school society, um, to have their Bible there, to be able to 
share, hey, I'm a Christian and I identify as a believer because you hold the Word of God as something important. And I think that you can maybe push your kids into evangelism on accident if something like that happens. Why are you bringing that? Why do you have this school book this, the, or why do you have this, this Bible with you? And it, and it leaves a great opportunity for your child to be ready to give an answer for the hope that is within them. And hopefully it gives some onus to some parents that want to say, hey, I need to make sure my kid's ready that he doesn't just have veggie tales to talk about, that he actually has reasons for why he believes. Why is this word of God true? The Bible is the inerrant word of God given to us by the by the God himself. It says in his word in 2 Timothy 3.16 that every single word, everything is theonustos, God breathed onto paper, inspired by God, that he is the one that ultimately wrote these things down. So if we're holding that, we're holding the word of God in our hands, I think that it's something powerful. And sadly, while that is awesome and I'm really excited that that's going on, there was a video and I had seen not only the video, I had seen memes made and pictures promoting it through NFL star Drew Brees, who, in all honesty, I'm a football fan and I'm excited about football starting, okay? Obviously, football is way down the list uh, in terms of the things that I love, starting with the Lord and moving to my wife and my family and my church and the, the lost world and all those things. But I love watching football with friends. I like watching football. We usually record them and watch it after church. And I've always enjoyed watching Drew Brees. If you know anything about him, he's not a very tall quarterback. It's one of the reasons that the San Diego Chargers let him slip through their hands and go over to New Orleans. And uh, he's been a Super Bowl MVP. Um, he's also been somewhat outspoken about his faith and been open about his faith. And so when he was involved in Bring Your Bible to School and did a video that aired on the Focus on the Family website as well as their Facebook page, it was really exciting for people. And seeing pictures and people promoting this, like, wow, that's really awesome. So I thought, cool. But within one or two days, he had been lambasted for this, not because of Bring Your Bible to School, so to speak, but because of who Focus on the Family is and the things that they are quote-unquote against, okay? So he was forced to make a video, and that was really the one of the first things I saw was the video that he posted on his Twitter. And what's interesting, we're talking about bringing your Bible to school day, and people came against Focus on the Family, and we'll get to that in a second, but I went through some of the comments, and there was a quote-unquote rabbi on there talking through Drew Brees' Twitter about how he was really upset that he would be involved in bringing your Bible to school because it goes against religious liberty, <laughs> okay? And just how ridiculous that is. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are, all right? I would never, and I don't know any believer who would be offended by a Muslim bringing their Quran to school. In fact, I would love that. Because then we could go through the Quran and talk about what's in the Quran, and then it would it would create a great conversation. So I don't know who would be offended and whose liberty is going against by someone bringing a book that they believe is inspired by God. And he, the rabbi on there, also mentioned that he he would never have a child bring a Torah to school, and I'm like. Give me a break. This is absolute nonsense. Who on earth would be upset about this? And you know what this is? When you go on Twitter and you go on Instagram or you go on YouTube or Facebook or ad nauseum, any social media, anything with a forum that someone can write something, everyone thinks that their opinion is just what's right. Their opinion, this is, 
I, I got to be heard because I have these great insights. And a lot of times, instead of caring about what's true, instead of caring about what are facts and how we can come to a logical conclusion about things, people want to have a different opinion. So they sound different and inspired, <laughs> okay? And that's what typically happens. So you have over and over again these people that maybe they weren't hurt a lot. I don't know. People didn't listen to them. I don't know if their mommy was at and daddy were at work and so nobody paid attention to them. I have no idea, but they think this is where I'm going to come and give my opinion, even if it's illogical, even if my grammar, I mean, don't get me wrong, I mess up sometimes on commas and spell, spell check. I think I had to <laughs> fix a spell check on, on uh, a verse we posted today on on Good Fight Ministries Facebook page, but what I'm saying is it doesn't matter where they're getting these conclusions, if they're logical, everyone thinks that their opinion is valid and I'm going to just throw it out there even if I haven't even researched or if I just think something that's really dumb as this rabbi just said, because that's just stupid. Let's let's just put along the side, just say it's stupid. Why on earth would anyone say something so dumb, in my opinion, Okay. <laughs> But anyway, sorry, I had to rant a little bit because I just got so frustrated thinking like, dude, you teach people and this is the nonsense that you tell people. It's just absolutely ridiculous. But with that, Drew Brees put out this video and then he was interviewed in front of his locker. And I'm going to play the clip right here where he was interviewed in front of his locker. And then we'll talk a little bit about that. Tony, if we could pull up that clip. Promotion. I was I not. I was not done. aware of any of the the things they said about uh, them lobbying uh, uh, for you know anti-gay uh, any type of messaging or um, inequality or any any type of hate um, type related stuff. I was not aware of that at all. Um, and 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 again, the video itself was just focused on National Bring Your Bible to School Day. It was not promoting any group. Certainly not promoting any group that is associated with that type of behavior. Because I know that there are, unfortunately, there are Christian organizations out there that are involved in that kind of thing. And to me, that is, that is totally against what being a Christian is all about. Being a Christian is, is love, it's, it's forgiveness, it's respecting all, it's accepting all. It's everything that I said in, in the video that hopefully you guys saw and everybody else will. So what's a shame is that people will make headlines just to get hits, just to get views, and then all of a sudden, these rumors spread that are completely untrue. Um. You notice there's a word there he uses that I find very problematic. I think out of the whole little speech there that he gave, first of all, his lack of research, uh, that he went and did this to focus on the family. And then as soon as someone comes up and say, hey, they lobbied against, and LGBT discriminatory, not they lobbied for things that were against gay marriage, which is what they lobbied against. And I'm not here to back all the focus on the family. I don't agree with everything focus on the family does. But what I'm saying is he then throws them under the bus as they are. Forget like, hey, we have disagreements, right? He throws them under the bus that they are not even Christian. That's what it sounds like to me because they go against everything that it means to be a Christian. How can a group that goes everything that it means to be a Christian be a Christian group? Okay, focus on the family is not the Westboro Baptist. All right. They aren't sitting out there picketing soldiers funerals and saying God's hate, God hates fags or whatever that that nonsense that that disgusting group does. Okay, that's not them. And so when he comes out and says, well, there are groups and he uses these broad languages, it's so sad that he is so quick to throw focus on the family under the unchristian umbrella. But hey, you know what? 
I don't care if 300 pound men run after you and you don't cower down. As soon as the LGBTQ community comes out and says, hey, you said this group that you did this video with said some mean things, you cower down and bow down and kiss their ring. Give me a break. I'm sorry. That's cowardice. And I was texting with my buddy Travis Key this last week talking about this clip because it was something that bothers. We're both sports fans. He played college football. And he's like, man, if if guys like these, the, these guys who say they're Christians, guys we look up to, it, you know, in terms of, hey, they're great at sports and they talk about their faith. That's really cool. If they're willing to bow down over the LGBTQ community, imagine the amount of people that are going to bow down when the Antichrist comes. And I, it just made me think, like, imagine how unloving you're going to look that you won't take the mark of the beast when your your children, your, your, your children can't eat. How they won't eat because you won't take this mark. What kind of loving person are you? Do you even love your children? And they hear that. You realize that's what happened to the early church. All you got to say is Caesar is Yahweh. Oh, that's all you got to say. You don't think that's coming back? Jesus said it'd be worse than it's ever been. Okay. So when we have people that we say, hey, this is awesome. Look at this faith. That, that's so cool that they have that. And they're, they're great at sports. They have this giant podium to speak from. They can speak to millions. And yet as soon as someone comes out and says, hey, that group that you did a video with about bringing your Bible, they're so horrible because they come out against gay marriage. Okay? Because that's really ultimately what they're talking about that they're against. All right? And this idea, and they'll do this, this idea that, you know, that, Folks on the family is for like shock therapy or something when it comes to conversion therapy with homosexuals. Guys, if you are not for conversion, if you're not for regeneration of the homosexual, then you're not for their salvation. You're a coward. That's what you are. If you are not for someone coming to the Lord, being regenerated and being made new, if you're not for that, then you are a coward. I'm not saying that we send someone to a special camp and we shock them with things. No, what I'm saying is we shock them with the word of God. We give them the word of God and we say, this is what God's word says. That guess what? You can't just be a homosexual. That the Bible talks about self-sacrifice In Luke chapter 9, it says that you need to die to yourself daily. That doesn't just include the homosexual. That includes the heterosexual that's looking at porn, okay? That includes the liar, okay? That includes the thief. That includes the slanderer, okay? All of these horrible vices that you want to practice and and identify as, if you practice them, guess what? And if we accept, let me go back to that. That's one of the things that Christianity is all about accepting. Give me a break. Where did you read that in the epistles? I just like to know because Romans chapter 12 verse 9 says your love is hypocritical because the Bible actually is very clear. Paul was actually very clear in Romans chapter 12 verse 9. Let your love be without hypocrisy. Abhor, hate that which is evil and cling to that which is good. That is a love that is not hypocritical. That says, no, I hate homosexuality, not homosexuals. I understand that you're being lied to. I understand where I was, that I was once of the kingdom of darkness and I've come into the kingdom of light. I know it's by grace through faith and not by works. I know all those things and I know that I've been made new and that I would not look at these things and be like, you know what? Let's just accept everyone. But I would love someone enough to tell them the truth. I don't care if I offend someone by telling them that they're being poisoned. That you are being poisoned. You are going to die. Everybody here on earth has a death sentence. 
Every single person, a hundred out of a hundred people will die at some point in their life. And guess what? If they do not put on the Lord Jesus Christ, they will end up in hell for all eternity. And if they practice wickedness, the Bible is very clear in 1 John chapter 3 that they are not a child of God. So when I look at these texts, and Jesus also warned about this, you say, you call me Lord, Lord. You know, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things I say? If you love me, you'd keep my commandments. Over and over again, we see Jesus Christ. We see his followers. They, the sheep hear his voice. They follow after him. Okay? That's who we are in Christ. And you, as a blood-bought believer, should not stand up there and say, Oh, well, you know, Christianity is about loving the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving your neighbor as yourself, but not actually loving your neighbor enough to tell them the truth. I praise God. God that my friends, my, my buddies that I wrestled with, okay, came to me when I was in fornication, drunkenness, all debaucherous, disgusting behavior, and didn't just sit there and say, you know, we just don't want to offend Chad, but called me out for it and said, Chad, you are going to go to hell living this way. I praise God that someone was willing to say that. Hey, Chad, the music you listen to is satanic. I'm going to prove it to you. I praise God that they weren't cowards, that they did not bow down and say, well, you know what, Chad? I love you and I accept you, and you can fornicate and get drunk all you want. You can be a dirtbag. You can fight people on the streets and be that person, and I'm just going to accept you because that's all what Christianity is about. It's just about accepting. No, it's not, guys. It's about a sword, Jesus said. I come not to bring peace, but a sword. Okay? Like even your own household will be divided. These things are really clear, and it breaks my heart. And one of the things I texted, I said, I really wonder what Benjamin Watson, his teammate, said. Because Benjamin Watson has been outspoken about a lot of things, including abortion. He's been called out by the by by some of them in different communities for calling out abortion as specifically Margaret Singer, as a racist who wanted to kill off black people, which is a a fact. That's a historical fact. We can't get around it. That's why Planned Parenthood exists today, okay? For eugenic... Okay, please just watch our video, The Dark Secrets of Planned Parenthood, because I don't want to get going on that and not get to some of the points that I'd like to get to, but 100%. And Benjamin Watson, I'm not going to agree with everything he says, but I like a lot of what he has to say. He preaches the gospel very clearly. He's got a ton of children. It's beautiful. Um, Very little controversy in terms of his life. It's been really cool to watch uh, him following the Lord as he does. I I really am encouraged by a lot of the things he has to say. He's very well spoken, very intelligent. And so I was wondering, how does he feel and how will he kind of work his way around what Drew had to say? Um, And I think... He kind of has Drew's back, but I also think he makes a correction here, and I think you'll probably pick it up too. Tony, if we can play that clip. One of your other teammates, uh, Drew Brees, in the news. Yes, he participated in Bring Your Bible to School Day and was encouraging kids to do that and got a lot of criticism for it. What was your reaction? Well, my my reaction was first that the article itself was misleading and mischaracterization of Focus on the Family and of Drew. They were slanderous. And so my response was to stop lying uh, with those sorts of labels. And when we talk about Bring Your Bible, this is a a religious liberty right, um, a right that we uh, in this country enjoy. And, um, you know, encouraging kids to do that is something positive. How did they lie? What did they say? Well, saying, labeling focus on the family as anti-gay, anti-non-discrimination. Um, it's a shame in this country right now um, where if you adhere to certain biblical beliefs that we all have a right to choose what religion we adhere to, you're labeled as anti. What focus on the family does is upholds marriage, which, is the, which family is the basic building block of society. They uphold those things, and they're labeled anti 
by other people. And there's an agenda there. And that, that's what really uh, upset me about the whole thing. Yeah, you notice I like how he ended that. There's an agenda there because that's the facts. There, there's an agenda there. Quiet guys like Drew Brees down. Make sure they know that you're only allowed to go inside of these. The this is this is your playing field, so to speak, and you're only allowed to play inside of here. If you take that step out and actually stand up for biblical truth, we will lambast you. You have nothing. You are out of here. Okay, and it's really, really really dangerous for people. I've equated LGBT in the past as North Korea. You, once you are a part of their group, okay, and they they expect every celebrity to be a part of their group. And once you are a part of their group, if you try to leave, you will have an, a character assassination like you have never seen before, okay? They do not want you to step out of bounds whatsoever. It's really, really heartbreaking. And notice that Benjamin Watson didn't stand to the side, he was able to clearly articulate, hey, focus on the family is about the family, okay? It's about standing and up, upholding biblical truths, okay? And he went further into that clip. Um, I'm not going to play that because uh, there's a long pause in between, but later in that clip, he talks about maybe being more loving when we present the truth, and that's totally fine. I can agree with that, okay? And I'm sure there's times where I've even fallen short in this area, and I'm sure others have as believers, that we can fall short when we're explaining truth to someone. Now, I will tell you this. I will be much more harsh with a believer concerning this subject. I will come much harder at a believer that is unwilling to stand up for biblical truth than I will for a non-believer who needs the gospel. Okay? We first need to take care of our own house, put our house in order, and then go out to the outside world. Because that's the fact. I'm going to hold up and... and And Paul mentions this as well, that judicial rendering, the judgment of judicial rendering happens within the church when people are in sin. If you went outside and started to excommunicate people that are already outside, that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Okay, so we deal with in-house. So when Drew Brees identifies as a believer, says that you're a Christian, but then says, well, if you don't accept things, that goes against everything when it comes to Christianity. That's a lie. That's not true, and we need to check him on that standard, okay? And I and I do like the way Ben kind of, he kind of sidestepped. He said Drew was mischaracterized, which is true, but he also went and said, no, folks on the family stands up for families, okay? Because that's exactly what's going on here, is that this random article that was written in a New, New Orleans newspaper about them wanting conversion therapy and all this stuff, okay, this is where Drew needs to come up and stand up and say something. And you always think you have to say something. And it's like, bro, just stand up for biblical truth. Say, hey, I love everybody, okay? I, I do. I want them to come to know the Lord. And I think bringing your Bible has to do with that. You don't have to throw the Bible on the side and step on it and say, well, I'm, you know, I only believe this one thing. This is what Christianity is. It's loving the Lord thy God with heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving your neighbor as yourself. If you love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you're going to follow him. Okay, that's what Jesus said. That's what the Bible says. Okay, so if I follow him, guess what? I'm not going to be a coward. Even when people come and disagree with me, all right? I'm not going to cower down and say, you know what? That's right. I, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. I, let, let me get back in line. I'll, I'll go back to North Korea. I'm so sorry. No, that's not what we do. We don't cower down, okay? You stand firm in your faith. Know what the Bible says and know that, guess what? If the Bible said it, it's God's word. It's not your word. When you 
When you explain truth, you explain it through scripture and not mere philosophy. You go and you tell people God's word and it's his word that doesn't come back void. When we share the truth of the gospel, that if you would come to him and lay your burdens on Jesus, right? That he will not cast you away. If you lay it out and lay it on the line that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation, Okay, it isn't your truth, it isn't your neighbor's truth, it isn't your dog's truth. The only truth is God's truth. He's the only one that has a monopoly on it. So why cower down here? There's a way to be really loving and still share truth. There is a way to love people who disagree with you. There's a way to love people who live in error and still proclaim the truth. And I believe Jesus did that over and over and over again. And notice the harshness that Jesus had with Pharisees that were hypocrites. Notice the harshness that he had against people that cared about what the outside world thought about them. We cannot bow the knee to culture. We need to bow the knee to Jesus and uphold his word and not cower down when, it doesn't matter if it was the LGBTQ, it's the Democrats who who want the murdering babies at nauseum, okay? You know, at Bernie Sanders wanting population control. And how does he do it? Kill black babies in Africa. That's the real answer. You want to get through the semantics and say, wait a second, Bernie Sanders, this really accepting guy, when asked about population control, he said, let's make sure we're funding abortions where black babies can be murdered. Isn't that disgusting? And no one says anything. We just sit here not saying anything. Guys, let me just put this to you. Please, please. As somebody who's a sports fan, I don't care if you are offended by that. I'm a sports fan. I love watching sports, okay? But guess what? I'm not putting my faith in any one of these guys to uphold biblical truth, okay? I barely have faith in them to get get the first down on third down, okay? Especially as a Cowboys fan. A lot of times they let me down, just not this last weekend. <laughs> but I, I don't put my faith in that. I put my faith in God's word. I know that these celebrities are going to let me down. Which brings me to another point. I, I, I wrote an article that's on our Good Fight website, and it's also on Christian Post. It's called, Who is Raising Your Kids, Celebrities or Jesus? And it's a trend that I've always been upset by, all right? That we we see this, that anytime a, a Tom Hanks or anyone goes up and says, we thank God, or I thank God, they're like, yes, he's a Christian. And so I wrote this article with that in mind. And it says, quote, One of the more problematic trends that has befallen the modern Christian church is that it has become enamored with something I would call spiritual celebritism. This is when a Christian is so enthralled by a celebrity that they feel the need for this celebrity to love Jesus and in doing so, bring about some sort of validation in their personal faith. They will search and scour for any modicum of belief in a higher power and declare the celebrity a blood-bought believer. A quick scroll down your Facebook and you are likely to find a sponsored post from a Christian site with articles such as 10 celebrities you didn't know were Christians and look how, quote, insert popular celebrity here, stood up for their faith. Many of these celebrities have not even proclaimed a belief in Christ and most live their public lives completely contrary to scripture. Lord knows what they do when they aren't under the paparazzi's watchful eye. The constant need for Christians to have a celebrity spokesperson has made it abundantly evident that far too many believers place too much weight on the oftentimes erroneous spiritual positions of these celebrity spokespersons. Guys, that's something I have been passionate about, and there's actually a reason that I've been passionate about this, and it's because I've seen this 
insensational, like unsatiable. I'm, I'm insatiable. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wrong word. The insatiable need for a celebrity approval. And it doesn't go unnoticed when the parents are so enamored, like, oh, I got to watch. I asked somebody one time, I said, oh, you know, where were you guys at? We went and did this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we were watching the CMT, the Country Music Awards. And I said, oh, okay. And oh, because I said, oh, were you watching like a Christian movie or something? He's like, no, we were watching. Might as well have been because we were watching the Country Music Awards. And it's the Country Music Awards. I'm like, half those songs are about getting drunk. What are you talking about? And um, and they think, oh, well, you know, and I'm sure there's country artists that love the Lord and all that. But 90% of them I, that I've seen, there's not much there. And then you have the people like Taylor Swift and stuff that they were never really country, but they acted like it for a little bit. And then now they're busy telling you how terrible you are if you're a Christian and uphold the standards of biblical Christianity. But the problem is, is when you see the parents do it, notice the, the kids as well. And I said this in the article, tragically, the insatiable need for celebrity approval does not go unnoticed by our children. Walk in early to almost any church's youth service today and observe what the conversations are about. Their exchange is likely to involve much of what is going on in shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, how they think Miley Cyrus is a good coach on The Voice, and how much they like that new Taylor Swift song. They all like the same things, and they feel the necessity of keeping up with the most current news and gossip surrounding these stars. Guys, that's what's so dangerous, okay? I remember talking multiple times. I'd be like, someone told me, oh, I want to get this tattoo just like Katy Perry. I'd be like, what? (laughs) Like Katy Perry? The one who kissed a girl and liked it. (laughs) Um... And I'm like, why do why are we having to fill this need? The greatest celebrity of all time is Jesus Christ. And the fact is, he's real. He's not fake. We know what he said in his word, and we know what he says when he enters our heart. Okay? We bow our knee to him, come to know him, then all of this stuff should be pushed aside. All of this stuff should be considered rubbish. We should look at these celebrities and pity them, that they have to be shot as paparazzi all the time, or following them, that they... You have to hear their terrible opinions that are a lot of times ignorant. And we should feel sad that they don't have a true relationship with Christ and have to fill it with other void, fill that void with other needs. So I pray right now in Jesus' name that we would not put any faith in celebrities and football players, basketball players, baseball players, and the like. But we put all our faith in Jesus and look to him as our example. This has been Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries, and this is the 511 News.